me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so he did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Back from an exciting Las Vegas vacation. It was my first time uh, not drinking in Vegas, going completely sober. Not a drop in my little tummy. That's right. How did it go? I did better uh, with gambling, and I saved a lot more money because if you're going to the airport and you have to hang out for a few hours, that's where you get your buzz started. That's right. Then you got to keep it up on the plane or you'll feel sick and fall asleep. So I'm already about two, three hundred down before I even get to Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, not this time around. But speaking of money, I want y'all to guess. When I got to the airport, I walked to my ATM, the Wells Fargo machine, the only machine in Vegas you're guaranteed to get money. I pulled out five hundred dollars in fifty dollar bills. How much did I count in my wads of cash when I got home last night? Mm, Thirteen hundred bucks. Okay. Uh, I was going to say $250. Okay. You'll lose um, half. 600 Nice. 600 Congrats. Um, although I did have some cash. I always hide money in my pockets and wallets. And so I did spend a little bit. Uh, so I, I won. Very I was good. up overall. Yeah, I'm Congrats. disappointed in you. I said $1,300. i am disappointed. I think that you're probably a loser now. I am a loser because I didn't walk away a couple times when my instinct and God uh, were telling me to. See, that still gets uh, you. I lost uh, three times big at Blackjack, but I also won really big one time at Blackjack, and plus video poker I was crushing. Now, let's get to what's important. Did you ride any rides? Uh, I did not. Uh, the no. two times we were near the MG or the uh, New York, uh, New York, the roller coaster was not going. We did go to the Pro Bowl. Uh, which was a lot of fun seeing Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders cool. play. Amazing. Any other shows? Pro Bowl was dumb and fun. We didn't. Uh, my fiance went to the Titanic. What's where, that? Uh, it's an exhibit where you they throw you in cold water for an hour uh, and see see how it feels. You were bugging her that much. She had to get away. And go. She, she wanted to drown herself. All right, now take that amount. You know, six hundred. That's what. That's how much cash I came home from from Vegas. So that's up a hundred bucks gambling. Now, take that by the price I paid to board my dogs at Remington Pet Ranch, who were Pet of the Week, by the way, to board both of my dogs for a couple days while we were out, and my plus or minus with $600. I'm just, just the, just the, what do you call it, boarding of the, the animals, or on everything? Everything. Well, you, just boarding the animals versus my gambling winnings, plus minus even. Oh, you only won a hundred bucks. Six hundred. We'll say I won six hundred. This is so complicated. Why won't he just say how much did it cost me to board my animals? Yeah, it's usually want... like forty dollars a pet. Okay, okay. Let's say this. So it's eighty dollars a night. You were gone, for, I think, for four nights. So that's four hundred eighty dollars. So you're up a little bit. What costs more money? Plane trip to Vegas, three nights at the MGM Grand. All the gambling or my dogs. Your dogs, or you wouldn't have brought this in here as a topic. Yeah, they called it. It was bad. It yeah. was bad. And my fiance's like, well, I paid for perks, like one-on-one time and cuddle time. One-on-one like, on time? Uh, they should get that already. They're dogs. Uh, you know what? I'm going to. I'm no Look, man, excited about vacation. You should be happy they won Puppy of the Week. All they right? said they're Pets of the Week hey, together. Pe- peanut butter ain't cheap. Honor, loyalty, and tr- truth. Today's National Boy Scout Day, February 8th, across the United States of America. We salute 
with our two fingers, right? The two finger kind of salute thing. Sure. Uh, all the Boy Scouts of America on National Boy Scout Day created back in 1908. Wow. I remember my scouting days. A lot of fun. Uh, I was, was going to ask you, you were a scout. I was a wee wow. blow scout. Then I was a Cub Scout. And then I was briefly a Boy Scout. But Boy Scouts become became a lot less fun when you got older and got into, like, music and girls and skateboarding. Yeah. Also, it wasn't as fun because when you're younger, it was like, here's how to make a campfire. Here's how to shoot a bow and arrow. Here's all the fun sort of imaginative things you can do when Correct. you explore the woods. You, you would go to, uh, we had a camp we would go to, and basically you would do the ropes course one day, which is climbing and zip lining. Yeah. And then... Oh, at night, it would be capture the flag. There'd Damn, be dude. across this massive forest with forts everywhere. You'd play capture the flag, and we'd sometimes do water balloons. Most of the time, it was just if you were tagged, you had to go back to your own fort, and then sure. you could regenerate, like you know, like playing Call of Duty or Bond. Or I something mean, it was like called that. Boy Scouts the entire time. Why do they start turning it more into Man Scouts when you get older? It not only, it wasn't just Man Scouts. It became like Grandma Scouts, where it was oh, very nerdy. And teach then, you how to do taxes now. And not even that. Here's your I, tax badge. Those are things they should teach kids. I'm fine I, with I that. Agree. But I think uh, I think where I grew up in Amarillo, there's more of a religious element that some of the leaders started infusing into it, and it oh. became a lot. It was a lot less like going and shooting paintball guns and making campfires, and then just being a nerd. And Eagle Scouts were the king nerd of uh, any high school. But still, I do wish I had finished and got my massive eagle, and it would have made it easier for me when I transitioned into being a nerd in ROTC. What kind of project do you think you would have done if you were to become an eagle scout? I would have done the Viking Eagle, which is where uh, you take a captured enemy, preferably a leader, and you do the Viking Eagle, and you cut open their back, and you pull their lung and rib cage out backwards, and the wings look like an eagle. Uh, do you get like a badge for that? No, I wouldn't have done that. Okay, I would have done uh, interpretive dance to Steve Miller Band's Fly Like an Eagle to the Aww. Sea. See, that, adorable. That works a little more. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I would have kissed my scoutmaster. I think that's what it turned into. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, happy National Boy Scouts Day. Have you ever looked at Astro Boy and went, I want his boots? Well, now you can. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Okay, who and wanted what boots? If it's on the internet, we're going to talk about it now. And I must have missed this one, Emily. Astro Boy? You don't know who Astro Boy is? No clue. That little oh, kid? Yeah. And Okay, see, Spencer knows who I did. How about this? Um, the, the boots from uh, Boots, like the... the uh, what is it called? The monkey. The monkey from... It doesn't matter. Dora the Explorer. Anyways, there's this fancy company right now uh, that made these awful-looking red boots. They kind of look like Super Mario tubes, except for they're red. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, then they're, they're just big on the sides. And I've seen them all over my timeline. And they, they, they look very uncomfortable. Thing. They look uncomfortable. Yeah. They they look like they make you look like look like you're a cartoon character. Are, do you know if these are meant to be like rain boots or are these just like They're rain boot uh, material. So uh, let me let this guy from Nice Kicks, you know, they they definitely know what they're talking about when it comes to shoes. Uh, tell us a little bit more about these boots. Mischief's big red boots have been going viral, so here's all you need to know. Mischief created Astro Boy Ronald McDonald boots from door cartoon-ass boots, but for the physical world. No, really. These are cartoon-ass boots. These big red boots are built in a TPU rubber shell with an EVA mid and outsole, but if you get hurt walking up the stairs, make sure you have the Aircast 1s on deck. Dropping on February 16th for 350. will you be rocking these cartoon 
Yeah, so uh, you can buy them for $350. Oh, man. They're very rubber. But the reason why this is so interesting is because the brand Mischief, M-S-C-H-F, I've never heard of before, but I did some research on them, and I think that after I tell you about this brand, you too will be convinced about these boots. Really? Yeah, so the hmm. brand Mischief uh, was originally created by a this guy named Gabriel Whaley, who was a former BuzzFeed employee. Okay, wait, wait, not yet. You, I know you're you're not convinced yet. When I, was, I said BuzzFeed employee, right? I was inhaling to uh, give a, an exhale of <laughs> <Yeah>. disappointment. <laughs> um, basically, he launched this company as one big bit. So he the whole. Uh, ethics or like the whole creation of this company was to make fun of its creators by creating products that are the most ridiculous things to put on social media okay just for the bit and it, it just to kind of make it like an art piece or make it like a funny form of how ridiculous influencers have become and I everything love it. else okay I'm, I'm in yeah so there is a model named sarah schneider and these boots were launched because uh during new york's fashion week recently they yeah, played yeah. into the high fashion theme and had a, a photo shoot with this girl, Sarah Schneider, where she was wearing the boots around different parts of New York City. And um, after they did that, uh, they just have continued to release just ridiculous products like this and put these like really pretty models in them. Sure. Just because they know that it's going to get a polarizing um, well, yeah, um, this is the old adage of any publicity is good, good publicity, publicity sure. right? Yeah, but I mean, there are real bl- brands like Balenciaga that have created things like this legitimately. Oh, I know. I, I made the example uh, off air before we did this. Supreme. Supreme yes. makes completely mundane, generic looking stuff. Yes. You slap the Supreme label on, now it's a few hundred bucks more. Yeah. It's absurd, and I hate it. You hate it? Absolutely. What? He, okay, here. The quote, this I get is tr- sort of trolling on that uh, yeah, aspect. Yeah, it's trying, but they're still, they are still making money off it. But exactly. honestly, $350 for boots isn't too bad. I know that's for ridiculous For horrible to looking, say. uncomfortable boots, but that's right. the bit. But, but if that's dummies the bit. are going to play for it, pay sure, for it, sure. then they will. It's like the emperor has no clothes. Exactly. <laughs> um, and the CEO actually said in an interview that our perspective is everything is funny in a nihilistic sort of way. We're oh, yeah. not here to make the world a better place. Clearly. We're making <laughs> we're making light of how much everything sucks. So, what I'm do you think? I'm profiting off of it. Cool. But profiting awesome. off of it. <laughs> but at the same time, they're profiting out. it off of the people that are part of the problem, true. maybe. True, true. Those brand <laughs> snobs. So, I can't entirely hate it. Um, and I'm glad I did some research on it because, like I said, the first time that I... I looked and I saw these boots. I was like, not as ridiculous. This is stupid. I hate everything about it. It's so combat. Like, it's so much like a cartoon, like you said. It's just, it should be obvious to people, but I think some probably don't realize. No, and some people love it. Man, we need to sell some crap. We do need to sell some crap. I want to sell crap to be meta. What do you think we can sell to be meta? My socks. Your socks? Mm -hmm. CJ socks? Get a little sniff. (laughs) Ew. Different shoes make them smell differently. True. You're different. That's true. Very true. Bring out your stinkiest shoes. We'll oh, sell I'm them. wearing them right now. I don't get it because the oh, shoes that's are. Oh, cl- smell. I think I have a Dr. <laughs> Scholl's thing in it, and I think that collects stink. Ew. I'll sell those too. Yeah. Once I'm done making stink socks, <laughs> yeah. So the stink socks will be limited at a time yeah, because sure. once I sell my Dr. Scholl's pad, I can't make any more of this brand. Okay. okay. 
Yeah, so limited edition. Exactly. Limited edition. Yeah. CJ, CJ scarcity. CJ X Dr. Scholes. Ashton Kutcher says his family game nights are quote genuinely hard. Time for the parent pickup with Matt Bearden, game night with kids. So I guess we're going to transition to that a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, you know, he's got uh, Kush, uh, what's his name, Kutcher. He and uh, Mila Kunis have got two two kids. They're younger. They're like yeah. eight and six or whatever. I read this and I misinterpreted it. He said uh, game nights are genuinely hard. And I was like, ugh, tell me about it. They're brutal. I hate game nights. I hate game nights. I also hated hate them it. as a kid because I had to win. Hate game night. And so I thought he was going to say, look, game night is impossibly boring when that you're too. a parent. <laughs> but it turns out he just meant he and his wife have found this new game that they play with their kids. And it's a genuinely hard game. It's not as easy as some of the kid games he's played in the past. It's a game called Beat the Parents. And he's trying to encourage people. He's like, hey, Beat the Parents, actually a pretty good game. And then I was like, boo. I thought it was going to be another dad <laughs> who could... commiserated with me. Yeah. He was like, oh, my God, is there anything more brutal than playing games <laughs> with your kids? <laughs> it sucks. But it turns out he's a nice dad. And was like, yeah, hey, I have a blast. So anyway, it got me interested, and I thought, Maybe I'll try this game out. Haven't tried it out yet. Beat the parents. Basically, it's sort of like a trivia contest where you pit the kids against the parents and the parents against the kids. You ask the kids trivia questions about the parents' generation, and you ask the parents trivia questions about the kids' generation. Okay. And I guess these are pre-printed on cards or something, or do you make them up? And then here's the good part. You actually teach your kids to start becoming gambling addicts at an early age. Wonderful. Yeah, you have to wager in this thing. And what you oh. wager apparently are real wagers like we have. You know how we have uh, the, the punishment in here? Yeah. Punishment Plinko? You have punishments as well. Like you wager stuff like, all right, kids, if you lose, you have to take out the garbage Ooh. this week. Nice. I like that. That sounds fun. Yeah, I actually think yeah. it sounds really great. Now, here's the other thing. Seems like this could be a pretty fun game to play, us to play, even with your significant other, and you could wager things that mm. significant others might mm. wager. Yes, so, friend, now, she has a in, French kiss me. We're in yeah. the parent pickup, so we'll be careful. Well, well, yeah, she just smokes things. a cigarette and drinks wine and then kisses me. That's French kissing. You don't smoke cigarettes. Cigarettes are and bad. Baguettes. You should get a baguette. That's the safer one. Okay. Just don't eat it all in one sitting. See, game night was, I liked it, but my dad and I would play like Risk and stuff like that. My mom didn't like it. My dad always beat me at Risk and chess. Pro cheating. Uh, the other thing is I always had, I get angry no matter what. You just you just I'm confirmed angry. what I'm saying, though. Your dad, yeah. you didn't have game night. Your dad wanted to play Risk with somebody he could beat. Your mom had nothing to do with it. True. She enjoyed it. You well, didn't. even other games, when my mom and sister were involved, um, or friends, or whatever, I always have to win. I get angry if I don't. But if I... No, I get angry if I make mistakes that cost me to win. But if you're winning too easily, it's not fun, and it's not fun for others. So you got to win just right. you got to win close. Oh, my God. And if you lose... It's not fun either. Kids go through periods where they are either competitive or don't care or they really care. And you have to know what silo your child is in at the time when you're playing. And then you have to play accordingly because you can family game night can ruin a weekend for a child. And you have to be very careful about it. I quit. 
playing games for a long time until I could learn to control myself better just Same. because it wasn't fun. Same I, here, I was actually. making it not fun for other people. Same. <laughs> and that's not what game night's about. Game night is about everyone having a good time. Well, see, I wouldn't get outraged. I would just get real sad. And my, my mom or it would just have to be like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, like, it's okay. It's just Scrabble. Yeah. <laughs> the only game I things. like playing with my kids is the game Sorry. Do you guys remember that one? Yes. Uh, yeah, where you have to constantly apologize to them and your wife for yelling on the road trip. That's a different one. I'm talking about the one where somebody says, hey, how do you feel when you think about where your bank account could be if you didn't have kids? Sorry. Oh. I thought that was a board game, too. It, it is very boring. Oh, th- yeah. yeah. Thank, thanks for yeah. 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 Sorry. About that. We've got it. We've got the new Zelda. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that... That I'm a nerd. nerd! That's right. Yes, one of the most exciting games of the year. That's right. Uh, I'm really, really excited about Dude, this because yeah. I've never been into Zelda until recently when the Breath of the Wild came out on Switch. Right. You're more of an open world type gaming guy. You like the uh, Red Dead Redemption, a uh, little Grand Theft Auto maybe, All others. sorts of GTA. Sure. But uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild really hooked me. My fiance bought it while we were visiting her parents for Christmas. So we're, you know, just kind of bored playing games in the downtime. Uh, She's like, damn, you would really like this. And I was watching her play it. And maybe it was on a flight there. Who knows where it was? But I was like, oh, yeah, I think I will. Yeah. I even bought her the Switch for Christmas. (laughs) And for a year, that became my Nintendo Switch. And that became my game. And uh, I loved it. I beat it before I was ready on accident, but that's okay. I spent so much time playing it that uh, uh, I, I did well. Good, good, yeah, yeah. It's f- so fun, man. The way they designed it and the entire, uh, I guess, at the, the land, Hyrule. Uh, there's literally just fun stuff to do around every nook and cranny. So the Nintendo Absolutely. Direct just aired. It started uh, 4 o'clock-ish. It ended like maybe 10 minutes ago. Well, let's go direct to the Nintendo Direct Whee! stream. Thank you for staying with us so far. This will be our last segment. Please take a look. And here's the trailer. Oh, man. For the first time ever on radio, you are hearing the prequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild. All right, so we see some dragon beasts flying around. It's raining in Hyrule. Yeah. You have all the little temples powered up, the four things. Yeah, there's floating islands and stuff. It looks like there's... Oh, yeah, because they crash down later. Yeah, there's going to be... It looks more technologically advanced. Rise, my servant. There's Ganon. He's the bad man. Over Hyrule, eliminate this kingdom and her allies. Oh, the sun's turning red. Leave no survivors. All right, so this is a prequel to Breath of the Wild, where we learn how Ganon. Uh, takes over the world of Hyrule. That's right. So um, it's, I love that it's the same world, too. Same. Because you get to go and see what it looked like before all the destruction. Absolutely. And, I feel like there's going to be a lot more villages. There's going to be different technology. More people, too, because it was pretty empty except for yeah. the fringes. Uh, it looks amazing, man. Dude, uh, I'm excited for it. There's a part later where it looks like you can probably build like some vehicles. I'm not sure you'll be able to stop him. 
Spoiler alert, he can't. No. He gets frozen in time. Uh, it's way in the future. The Legend of Zelda. A uh, new game is coming out. So if you're a fan of Zelda, if you love Hyrule as much as Spinny and I do, uh, this drops, I believe, May 23rd. May 12th, May 23. 2023, oh, you I didn't doof. want other people to get it first. You goof. I, was, I wanted me to, to get it and everyone else to wait. Well, we could probably pre-order it for the show. Uh, it does have some cool-looking machines so you can fly. Yeah. It has my favorite part, riding a pony. Yay. Uh, what kind of horse do noobs ride? I don't know. A peony. <laughs> P-W-N-Y. Uh, it's called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Woo! And we will be getting it very soon, only a couple months away. And I believe this. lend him your power. I believe the Switch is what it's going to be on. Absolutely, is there, is man. There... They did not announce a new Nintendo console. 5-12-23. Oh, man, I'm stoked. Uh, a few other games quickly. Pikmin 4. There's a new Kirby game. Uh, if you like Professor Layton. That was The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Ah. The latest entry in the Legend of Zelda series. All right, thank you very much, Nintendo, for broadcasting that. Uh, So what other new games you were going to say? That Pikmin 4 game is coming out. I've been a huge fan of Pikmin for a while. The first one was really good. Um... Played the third one recently. It's not quite as difficult, but yeah, it looks like they're adding a bunch of new stuff, like a uh, new Pikmin, of course. New uh, If you've never played Pikmin, it's like a little strategy game where you use these Pikmin to help you pick, I guess, things. pick things and navigate through a, uh, uh, an environment that's very alien to the characters. Uh, it looks like a post-apocalyptic Earth, but they're just little tiny one-inch tall dudes. So a lot of cool Nintendo games coming out. A lot of cool uh, Metroid stuff. Uh, what else? Professor Layton, little puzzle adventure games. There's, there's plenty of stuff to be had by all types of uh, gamers, if you will. A new Kirby game, I believe, as well. Basically, I have until May to beat Ghost of Tsushima and get 97% on Red Dead. Absolutely. Okay. You have a few months left. You might want to buckle down and get ready because you know Breath or Tears of the Kingdom is really going to take over. Yeah, my fiance's already been mad at me for playing too many video games, but uh, what does she know, okay? Yeah. Uh, there on. you go. New Zelda coming out May 12th, and we are all about it. As a matter of fact, Spinny, we're going to hook it up to this big-ass TV in here. Yes. You may roll your eyes at his antics, but we know you're still listening. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. Dating is tough. I'm going to just say that. And honestly, with the internet, it was supposed to make it easier. Uh, joining me is my friend, uh, senior editor from Austin Monthly, Madeline. Uh, you are senior editor, super editor. You're, you've been there as long as I've uh, uh, Executive editor. I think last Ooh. time I saw you, wow. I was senior editor. Uh, it's been, even, a, been a minute. Executive editor from Austin Monthly is here to talk about their yearly singles event, uh, which is back. And I'm very excited for it because... I got to participate as a single years ago, which we'll talk about. But one of the things about this party is you get to meet the singles chosen to be in the magazine. Uh, It's a big event with lots of fun people around the city that do all sorts of different things. And it's a chance to just meet other single people, which in the age of the Internet you thought was easy. But it turns out dating online is a nightmare. Oh, man. It is a cruel you got to change your profile up like every few months when new sort of tastes or th- trends or things just like realign. You're like, ah, oh, man, I, I can't m- keep that old picture of me from five years ago. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? I, ch- I change mine every time there is an event in town from Austin on Tinder. I only use Tinder. But that's how old I am. But <laughs> only when there was a big event and I would tailor my profile and who I was to whatever that event was. My gosh. And make fun of myself. It, it actually worked. Or I would really love to see one of your old Tinder profiles. If so you could somehow I, yeah. unearth that. I, th- I might have screenshots on the website. But yeah, you, it's a nightmare. Uh, and point being, sometimes when you meet people in person, especially after the COVID year where everyone stayed home, 
uh, it was so awkward to talk and socialize. And then you'd go on online oh, dates, and man. it was just not clicking. But I feel when you have that icebreaker, that introduction, human to human, it makes it easier to then text and talk. And this is a great event for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. What's fun about this event is you can meet amazing singles IRL in real life, but it's not a speed dating event. It's not an auction. It's not a cattle call. It's just a it's big... It's literally hanging out, yeah. snacking, listening to good music, and just talking. Yeah, we're having it at Superstition. We're going to have DJ Cassandra, so you can dance, get some drinks. Uh, it's going to be benefiting Awesome Pets Alive. We're literally going to have a... Pup. Always a benefit for this. I forgot to say that. I got to carry a pup on stage. I remember. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have a little area. We call it a puppy kissing booth where there'll be puppies. But yeah, oh, it's, man. it's a big, fun party full of single people. And, you know, you don't have to swipe left and right. You're not going to see pictures of people holding fish up, like, like oh, <laughs> in yeah, every yeah, yeah. dating, in 80% of <laughs> yeah. men's profiles. It, yeah. It, it's frustrating. It's, uh, I can't imagine. Uh, it's not just people marketing themselves, but it's people hanging out and a good chance to meet. I met a lot of humans uh, when I got to be a single back in 2015. Yeah. Um, I actually got a lot of numbers at the event. I have no doubt. But yeah. I only wanted your number. Uh, only but you ones was the only you... number I wanted. <laughs> To call and complain to you about the traumatic experience I had with this event. What? Was it traumatic? It was not good. Okay. Whoa, tell man. me. I will tell you. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little more about uh, the Austin Monthly Singles uh, 2023. Uh, where's it Where's it at? Where it's you at get Superstition. Okay. AustinMonthly.com. Okay. And again, I got a lot of numbers there. It was great. But Madeline, I wanted your number. <laughs> again, so I could complain about what happened afterwards. And we'll discuss that a little more with... Madeline from Austin Monthly uh, coming up after a couple songs. If you, like me, are having trouble getting laid, there's a Sex in the City event happening tomorrow. I'm just kidding. It's not that. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, it is damn, actually the damn, damn, Singles damn. in the City event tomorrow from 6 to 9. <laughs> uh, it's happening at Superstition, which is where the Empty LaBears forever was. Uh, but it's a really cool event. It's for a good cause benefiting Austin Pets Alive. You get a party with Austin's most eligible singles and other singles. And Madeline from Austin Monthly is here uh, to kind of talk about the event past and present. Now, this had been going on for years. It was one of Austin Monthly's most popular features, and uh, I was lucky enough to be a part of it in 2015. The first year, there were male and female uh, participants, and then y'all y'all canceled it. You got rid of it. Yeah. Well, for years, it was the bachelor party, and we featured the top 10 bachelors in the city, and it'd be <laughs> a party of you know 10 guys and 500 women. It was basically like the TV well, show yeah, on yeah. steroids. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. And then we switched it to singles, men and women, and we did that for two years. And then we hit a point where we were like, you know, we've been doing this a while. Maybe we'll try something new. And the we'll magazine a as a whole kind of started taking more of a serious, not a serious turn, but I, I don't know. A lot of the pieces that were written were more comparable maybe to Texas Monthly. Mm -hmm. Uh, as Texas Monthly has kind of done a thing where they've gone more clearly. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, but, 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 you know, the, the magazine made some changes and singles went away. And then, of course, COVID and all that happened. Uh, but by popular demand, literally, it is people back. would ask about this for years and years and years and years. When are you bringing singles back? When are you bringing singles back? And last year in February, we decided to bring it back. And we're like, this is either going to be a massive flop or wildly successful. And it sold out. It was, it was really popular. Awesome. And now we're like, we're doing it. Doing it it's again. Fun. And yeah. people like it. Nobody else really does anything quite like this in the city. And it is is a lot of fun. It's not a hoity-toity Austin event. I was worried because I was like, so and so is a lawyer. So and so is a CEO. So and so is a chef of their own restaurant. It's like then there's CJ the <laughs> fart DJ. He calls himself the captain. <laughs> yeah, here we go. All right. Woo. 
so I was worried about that. But it was actually a lot of fun. However, before, uh, when I was very newly single, I had a chance to be one of the bachelors, and Madeline said, no, you can't. I was through the interviewing process. I'd been nominated. It was going to happen. Really? And then uh, Madeline C-blocked me. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, can I tell them what happened? No. In typical Austin Bachelor fashion, <laughs> we found out he was dating somebody else. So You little bastard. The, literally the sole criterion <laughs> in this is that you have to be single. I was light dating. We hadn't had the DTR moment. Well, dating is still in the, the phrase you just used. I would, well, but, let me guess. You were seeing her every night, but you know you weren't looking for anything exclusive, right? You weren't looking for sure. anything serious. Man, you, you were just you seeing her every night, traveling with her, posting her on social media, meeting her family. You I don't sound know. like <laughs> you've been through this dating in Austin. It is oh, a very bad man. dating pool, I will say yeah, that. Played that game a time or two. If you oh, see, man. if you see crypto on the on the account, do you just swipe it to? Do you delete it? It's usually not it's a, a good sign. Yeah, for sure. it is never a good sign. It's very, uh, very cult like almost. Anyhow, that that was true. Um, I had gone to. It was like a week before the process was going to start, and this uh, girl I was seeing. We went out and did, went kayaking and you went and, kayaking, not and just took some... a bunch of photos on social media. Oh, I dude, did learn dude. after that to never social media a young lady. Actually, I've social media many a young ladies. That way, you can never pin down who I was seeing and who I wasn't. Sure. Well, you either have to do, you know, post multiple or none at all. None at all. If you just post cute, you know, dates on the lake, it looks very sus. Yes, but when you're just goofy, (laughs) CJ, the radio guy that has dancers in the studio, topless. Then it's like, oh, that's just CJ being right. CJ. That's you just never CJ, know. CJ. Very, yeah. See, yeah. I but learned you from had, that. You had one job. Your one job was to be single, and you weren't single. So we kicked you out that year, but we brought you back another I year. I got brought back. As a matter of fact, I had finally settled into a relationship. Um, she was going to go to uh, to med school to finish her uh, her work. Oh, yeah. Oh. And had several universities, chose San Antonio. And by that point, I was like, you know what? I can do a long-distance relationship. I'll be there to support you. I'll chill at you back. And then uh, the last day of South By, she's like, well... You know, I think I'm just going to go to San Antonio on my own. It's like, oh, yeah, I wasn't going to move in with you. I was I was just saying, like, we could still make it work. And then she's like, well, you know, I, I really love you, but I'm not in love with you. Where's Ooh. the... Oh, oh yeah, that's even better. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, the dryer buzzer. Oh, no. Some of us have been there, too. Uh, and but, I kind of yeah. told the story on air, and then we made the mistake <laughs> right. of uh, being like, well... Let's have the let's date until the day you leave. Let's have the most, which we did. We had the most fun. We were still hooking up. We went to weddings together. We traveled together. Let's have the, but that was bad because for me, it was making everything grow and I was being more open and getting closer. But for her, it was like, all right, cool. We're going to bang it out until I go. Oh, man. Do you start getting pouty too? I did sometimes, but I cut that out quick because I was realizing it was making it to where she didn't want to hang out with me. (laughs) But when she was gone, she was gone and it was done. Like she came to visit family and I was like, women and men are so different. Men will get excited and jump into something else and then be done. Women, when they're done, they are done. Usually their foot's already out the other door. Right. Uh, and then they bring the other foot out once they're... And, and there's no going back. I was <laughs> I, I remember the story I told on air that got me nominated to the Austin Monthly thing because thankfully some sweet lady listeners did it. Uh, I was talking about how 
Um, I joked with her when she was visiting her family during the summer. I was like, or not during, whenever it was, it it was still nice outside because we were going to go hiking and go to Barton Springs. I was like, well, you know, if you need a place to stay, uh, you could have a warm bed with a cute wiener, talking about my dog. And she's like, ha ha, cool, that sounds great, but I'm going to stay with my parents this time, and then I think I'm going to go stay at a friend's. And I was just like, oh. Ouch. This is it. (laughs) Uh, So Uh, I got nominated, and I got to be a single (laughs) in 2015. Uh, later in the year, this is me. I see. You have to post these pictures. I'm in an old office. Oh, I will. You're and I'll looking put, good. I'll put info about the entire event at 101x.com. Professional pr- photographers. Yes. Professional nice. hair and makeup. Professional clothing. All provided by Austin Monthly. Mm-hmm. Did a legit photo shoot. And uh, I Damn, even got dude. a cardboard cutout of myself. <laughs> which I had for a very long time. I, uh, there was even a time when listeners were taking it around. Like, they would trade it off. Oh, yeah. Those cardboard cutouts would show up everywhere. <laughs> they were it was great. In at restaurants. CJ gets around. <laughs> Unfortunately, I threw a temper tantrum and destroyed mine one day. Well, uh, Natalie, I don't think you're the first bachelor to it. But <laughs> also, you know me. I don't throw temper tantrums ever. You never have Pisces meltdowns. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, I forget that you know me too well. <laughs> Anyhow, I did get to go to this event, and like I said, I got a lot of numbers, even though I just wanted yours. You have known me. We figured this out for 19 years True, now. I've, I've already had your number, uh, but I wanted to complain to you because the event was a lot of fun, but a lot of negative things happened to me personally. Now, I'm going to say it's not Austin Monthly. It's not the singles event fall. It's from the radio completely. Um, I had uh, one lady that was cool. Mm-hmm. And we hung out a little bit. Uh, didn't go anywhere. Just weren't clicking. Okay. So we never like That's dated. Fun. Another uh, that became a pseudo stalker. Uh, so that wasn't nice. exciting. Um, then, I don't have one yet. Then one person who I never met that impersonated me online nice. and did an entire thing for a year. Yeah, a you, year. You were getting in trouble about Included stuff. taking my photos from the magazine and asking people to do a tribute to them. I won't explain what that is. <laughs> sure. uh, and posting that in threads. Didn't then, you get in trouble? Not really in trouble, but there may be some advertisers that may not have picked yes, you up because yes, they saw your because they thought quote I was online. Yeah, absolutely so I came correct. on the radio oh, station God. to find out how how you can you know tell you guys you could come to this event and it may or may not ruin your life. It sounds like is that it's what you're mainly saying? Mainly because yeah, I'm an asshat on the radio. I will say the <laughs> it's just the promo. I, I will was say the best do. part was hanging out with my friend Madeline Moore. Oh. We've known each other since we were little crab mates and Amarillo's Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> uh, and you know, I actually did go on a date with someone uh, like a year later that had met me at the event but didn't like talk to me like yeah I didn't talk to you I met you at this event but I just thought you were this radio a-hole I didn't like you I heard Mm -hmm. what the morning show was saying about you and then at the end of the date uh, she was like you know it's really nice and and they're completely wrong about you I I really I I did not uh, I did not realize that you are more of a piece of crap than I could have imagined (laughs) and I hate you I love you so it turned out like that? No. Perfect. Uh, but it's just what we're looking for. Well, I will say... I, tr- um, I trashed your event, <laughs> and I didn't mean to, because it is a lot of fun. You can meet other singles. Uh, there are some smoking bombshell fun. I looked at all the social media. I looked at the stuff. You got a lot of fun, fun people for well, it's, yeah. a gr- it's a great crew, for sure. And, and for a good cause. It's it's benefiting Awesome Pets Alive. So I keep saying, let's raise some money for puppies, y'all. Plus, you're probably not going to get stalked if you're not on the radio like CJ. You you're know what I mean? You're not going to get stalked, okay? <laughs> Yeah. You're gonna have a great night. I will say, and to be serious, like I did think that I felt safe at the event, but like it is a safe place. Um, you're not gonna have. It's not like a like you said earlier. It's not a speed dating. It's no. not a hookup party. It's not like a wild drunk thing with a bunch of leering dudes. It yeah. is 
a lot, mostly females, I would say, at the event, and it's a good atmosphere. And, uh, you know, even in our group, uh, we APA was our uh, charity, and we yeah. raised the most money. Yeah. Because uh, we were paired with a female, I was, we raised the most money. Yeah. Not because of me, but because uh, she was a lawyer and all her friends from her law firm came and did. Good to have wealthy friends. <laughs> so that was the only way. But point being, it's for a good, it's really good cause. It's a great place to meet people, especially in Austin. If you're new, if you've been here a while, it's a good melding of old Austin, new Austin, and just to hang out and meet. Uh, where can we get tickets and uh, can we get a little promo code discount? Yeah, yes, we can. Even though you've just disparaged this event left and right. It's, it's my okay. Fault. We've it, been friends for two decades. You can do that. We're, you're in. You're grandfathered so. in. Okay, cool. You can get tickets at austinmonthly.com. It'll be at the top of the homepage. And just for you guys, we have a promo code SAM, SAM, Singles Austin Monthly. We'll get you $5 off your ticket. All right. Madeline, thank you very much. Uh, and where do we find you or Austin Monthly on social media so we can leer at all the cool people you got doing this event. Well, I am at Madeline Hollern on Instagram and Austin Monthly is Austin underscore monthly. And uh, is this already in the stands right now? So it's only online this year. We didn't put it in the physical issue. Good call. Save yeah. money. Yeah. Love it. Love it. But if you want my physical issue, I'll send it to you. If you autograph it for me first, right? You got it. Thank you. Did you know? We'll find out. Did you know is our fact-finding segment on the show? Let's start with something a little fun that'll test my brain, and Spencer can fact-check. Did you know only eight countries have won the World Cup? Yeah, the they, they should stop calling it the World Cup and call it the Eight Countries Cup. Call it Brazil or Argentina. Europe or something. Yeah. Uh, only eight only countries have won the World Cup. It's been going since, I think, before the 30s. United States' best finish was, I believe, third place, also in the 30s. Uh, I think I can name all eight countries that have won the World Cup. I'm going to try to do that right now. Only 32 participate in the current format, which is up. I believe next year it'll be 64, next World Cup. Anyhow. I thought there were only nine countries total. That in America, one. Uh, South America, that's the second country. North America's three. Australia, America's four. Um, Oh, these are continents. Europe, Europe, America. It is pretty much mostly ours. Uh, all right, Brazil, that's easy. They've won the World Cup. Argentina, they just won. Um, Uruguay Ooh. has won the World Cup. Canada's won, say. right? I feel like Canada was playing. I don't think so. No? They have not won the World what Cup. What is Canada? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's a real thing. It's a place where you go and you pay for everything in syrup? They huh. participated in uh, root beer. Uh, Germany or West Germany has won the World Cup. Uh, Italy's won the World Cup. Uh, Spain's won the World Cup. Netherlands, no, they've lost twice, but they've made it to the final. One, two, three, four, five, six. Damn it, I have two more. Italy, Spain, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Germany, England has won the World Cup. Who else? I have one more. Italy, Spain, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Germany, England. Who else has won the World One more. Huh. China? No. China? I think it's only European and... Uh, and uh, South American countries. Wait, what is China born. then? They're they're China. They chill. China, they're I think, t- is just another name for Canada. I think. Oh, oh, true, true. Get a, get another. Uh, did you know? And I'll I'm think sorry. of this final country. We actually spent all the time for this segment with you trying to figure out what these countries were. What else is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. There's one more. Eight countries won the World Cup: Italy, Spain, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay. Germany, England, what else? What's another? France. Port- Portugal? France. France? France is one. Oh, I thought France was, was also like Canada. Was France. Like there weird. we go. I did it. Look at me. Okay. Soccer well. boy. Matt, give us a did you know. We got time. We got a little. I don't know how you just, just win one. a 
All right. Uh, did you know the word the word bikini? It comes from uh, Marshallese. That's the language spoken in the Marshall Islands. And bikini literally translates to surface of coconuts. <laughs> ah, I like that. Pretty one. good, isn't it? I like that. Bikini. It's a little surface on the coconuts. <laughs> it's a bikini. Is that real? Uh, that's great. Yeah. Love it. That, that's awesome. <laughs> it's uh, honkers, you know? Spenny, close us out with one, for, Ta- particularly about taters or honkers. Taters. Oh, man, I didn't look that far. Remember, they're that. all different sizes. Sliders. Taters, honkers, different sizes, different volumes, different uh, lean or it, yaw. No judgment for any of them. No. No. All are good. No. Yes, absolutely. Name one bad. You can't. No, I can't. Never seen a bad one. Appreciate all bikinis. Did you know the movie Babe used 48 different pigs to play Babe and one animatronic one? That's true. And uh, do you know why they had to use so many? Because much like a livestock show, if they don't do well in a scene, they're they're bacon. Mm. And then finally they got an animatronic one. Uh, yeah. Which is the one that impersonates your mom? Some pig. Oh! Wait, you meant to go, <laughs> A zany prank at the Austin airport goes viral. It's not clickbait corner or social cues. This segment's called People Behaving Badly because that's exactly what happened when a zany YouTube prankster took it too far at an Austin airport. Let's Uh. hear the audio of what happened when this prank spectacularly backfired. Let me set up the prank real quick before we play it. Please. Uh, One gentleman has a camera. The other, the YouTuber, I forgot his handle. It's okay. We don't need to promote him. Sure. Plus, he was—he uh, didn't want to come on the show because I wanted to talk about. Oh it. man, you already asked him. Damn, he didn't want to come on. Uh, anyhow, the I prank is he simple. Wants the fame. Sorry. No, sorry. obviously, well, radio can't bring that. <laughs> we all know that. Oh. Uh, anyhow, the prank is like this: you go to an airport, you're at the uh, the baggage claim, and you just grab someone else's bag as they're grabbing it and say, "This is my bag. This is my bag." Uh, didn't turn out so well for this guy. Right. No, I want you. Bro, chill out. What? Not go, my. Not cool, dude. Uh, in the video, which you can't see because we're on the radio, mm-hmm. uh, the prankster, who is a young African-American male, has his hair firmly gripped and grabbed, and he's being drugged around by an older white man who's got a backpack, he's got a suitcase in his hand, he is completely loaded, but he's lost it. He is absolutely pissed, out of control, yeah. and upset with this dude. And Look. luckily, like the the young guys, like just like oh my hair, man, get like he's got his hands up. Yeah, he's being calm. Um, a lot of people <laughs> online said this was uh, racially motivated. I don't think it was. I watched I the know. full unedited clip, and I watched another angle, and there was nothing to indicate that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, usually when it's it's pretty easy when the slurs start flying to exactly. detect that, yeah. those types of um, people. But. Did not hear that. Heard lots of cusses, which is why you're only getting a clip. But my favorite clip is the very end when you're acting out of control at the airport. What happens? This. Don't touch me. Put the don't, you, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me, sir. Relax. Get down on your belly. Get down on your belly. Yeah. Cooperate. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm fine. I don't care that you pull my hair, but you just I just said that was my bag, and he got super mad with the 
and then he kept attacking me, and he was attacking me for the cameraman. They kept telling me to stop, and he's just swinging his thing. Again, you heard it loud and clear. Austin Police! Oh, wow. Uh, before that, uh, the guy who was the upset passenger, we'll call him, started going after the cameraman, yeah. and then uh, security from ABIA got a hold of him. You heard him telling him to get down, get on his belly, cooperate. He was wrestling. He was cussing. He was angry. Like, he completely lost it. Look, man, that guy just got through at the airport. I understand why he was in such an upset mood. Uh, (laughs) Then they couldn't get him in control, so then uh, APD came, arrested him. You kind of hear his wife in the background saying, they did it, they did it. And turns out the dude, uh, this was a little bit of an older story, but since I just got back from the airport, I thought I would uh, play it on air for you. Hey, it's new to me. Uh, The dude... uh, um, the the guy, the passenger, he was arrested and charged with assault and battery and resisting arrest <laughs> and assault on a police officer, even though clearly on the camera he didn't. They'll probably drop some of those. But sure. yeah, the dude's in jail. Yeah. Well, he didn't handle this very well, he even though not. I can understand being stressed out and just wanting to get out of there. Because you're at the airport, yeah. man. And, uh, you know, that's why today's person behaving badly. This is a situation full of trash people. I don't think the guy needed to be arrested and slammed down like that. But... There's, see, that's why, you know, there's the whole thing about police officers de-escalating. This was not. They right. they wrestled the dude, but he wouldn't get in control. And so he, that's what happens. You yeah. Know, resisting arrest. <laughs> uh, but today's person behaving badly, quite simply, very much uh, the YouTube prankster and people who watch YouTube prank videos. Now I completely understand why when you watch those yeah. prank videos or the... The hilarious zany three prank guys. Dude, who are they? They're not thought out that well. What made you think going up and grabbing someone's possessions is going to end it well for terrible. you? It was terrible. It was a dumb idea. And doing it at the airport, you're a complete a-hole. Yeah. You're a piece of crap. And like, this dude's like trying to defend himself online. It's like, no, bro, you were going for clout and YouTube views. Yeah. And you almost got your ass kicked. Dude, you're I'm lucky glad he, you were <laughs> at the airport. Glad he's okay. But like, come on, man. Learn from this you're and a piece of, No, be he's not. He's taking more virility out of it. Uh, um, but now yeah. I understand why when I watch those really, like, when I watch most YouTube TikTok prankers, why they're fake and why they're staged. They're clearly fake and staged. Right. And now I understand why they do that, because the real dudes, uh, you're going to get your ass beat if you're not careful. Amen. Cool new technology, one week late. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. That's right, our tech-ish segment with Matt Bearded. Yeah, it's weird or wired. Sometimes it's tech. Sometimes it's just something weird. Sometimes it's something that I think is kind of wired. This comes to us from Japan. Uh, Researchers started in a northeastern Japanese city, and uh, researchers say, hey, we have found a way to generate electricity from snow. Whoa. (laughs) We're just a little late for Austin to take advantage of that, right? Okay. Uh, I know during snowfalls, there is a static electricity effect with the flakes and ionization or some crap. Am I right or making this up? I don't know if you're right. And that may be 100% true. It has nothing to do with let's end this article. made it up. Yes. Yeah. No, they, they get a heavy snowfall and they've been spending billions of dollars with tractors in, in this town or the precinct of Aomori. They basically just take all that stuff and shovel it out to sea. But it costs a lot of money. So these uh, enterprising young bucks... We're like, there should be something we can do with this snow. And they figured out that there's this, I don't know how the technology works. It doesn't make sense to me when I'm reading it. But they say what they can do is they can turn a turbine with the energy produced when liquid that's cooled by all the stored snow. Starts is, melting? 
Well, it's the liquid is then vaporized by the heat of the surrounding air. Now, what I don't quite quite, quite get is, I mean, how hot is that surrounding air? That part uh, I don't get. And guess what? Huh. They do not explain it in this article or They're any like, of the articles <laughs> I can find. They just said, yes, we think that we have found a technology where Man. you cool this, super cool this uh, liquid, and then as it's warmed, there's a certain vapor, and we can use that vapor to turn turbines, and we can use that turbine to then increase energy. So instead of us spending billions to shovel snow out into the sea, we take the snow, and then we use it to make us some free electricity. Okay. I like let's, that. Let's do it. That'll really help Austin, who cannot keep the power on when it snows or ices. It's only been three years in a row that I went like a week without electricity. Yeah, correct. So and I'm that's, really that's not concerned about it. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I have backup batteries and portable camp generators, but uh, can't run a TV or a PlayStation on those. I'm also, getting... can't run a back, can't run a heater. You cannot plug a heater. The heater will trip. If you have a one that's protected, it'll trip itself. If not, it'll... It'll trip your... If I could uh, interrupt, uh, it doesn't matter. The electricity, it doesn't matter about staying hot. It doesn't matter about warming up your water. It doesn't matter about keeping... No, even more severe than the boredom. This city cannot navigate a four-way stop where the lights are out. God. Yeah, it was pretty dangerous. We we gave some warnings about that because... Brutal. So annoying. People don't understand. You go to the right. We're going in a counterclockwise motion. You move through the center section. And if you've missed your turn, guess what? You just have to wait till the next turn comes around. You don't go, oh, I didn't know what to do, so now I'm just going to ease my car out into the middle of the intersection. Oh, did you see any of the, uh, the video footage that came in from... Parmer and Mopac, that dude, intersection. No. Oh my Nuts. god, because that is that is a huge Parmer one on... be, because there's there's a uh, it's a double there's the stop. right there. There's there's several. It's yeah, that's. I bad. can't imagine that yeah. one because I was just on Parmer and Metric one day, and people did not know what the f they were no. doing, and I was like, "What is wrong with you?" God, people did not know how yeah. to deal with it at all. I will at all. I will say in some people's defense, um, for the most part. People got the gist, but when I went to get food at Anderson and Burnett, it was out, and it was so dark, you really couldn't see the intersection, and it was still wet and slick enough to where people would realize it was a stop and just slide into the intersection. But yeah, folks not realizing that, and also the people that are like, well, it's going to be my turn now. The guy in front of me is going, I'm going to gas it, and it's like, don't, don't. Wait your turn. It, It takes, what, less than a minute. For it to come back around to you, yeah. Rather than possibly getting in a wreck, four ways. Everyone should know this. Well, everyone. I didn't have a huge problem. Uh, I just recently got my flying car, so I just flew oh, over all the intersections. You guys ain't flying car yet? It's powered by snow. The CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. Five one two eight three five one zero one five.